Hello everyone and welcome to this segment of Hidden Gems. I'm Richard Murray and today I am joined by my friend, Epic Connection Zone, Bill Piper. Today Bill and I are going to discuss why in the contact center environment, sometimes you might need help beyond what the cloud contact center providers can help you with on their own. So welcome in. Let's learn today why Epic is a Tolaris hidden gem. Bill, thank you so much for joining me today. My pleasure, Richard. Let's start with having you just give our, our partners a little bit of your background and, and, and you know, we could talk probably for hours on, on your experience in the contact center world, but just introduce <laughs> yourself and, and give them an idea of what, what you can do to help them. Sure, sure. Bill Piper, uh, founder of Epic Connections. Uh, for uh, the last 18 years, we have been providing contact center outsourcing and contact center consulting services to our clients. I got I started my career in the contact center industry uh, in 96, so I've been doing this a long time. And about five years ago, we actually became a provider of implementation services for CCAS solutions, uh, as well as providing post-implementation um, CCAS uh, optimization and professional services. And I think that was about the time you and I got to know each other. So um, I, I think that, uh, you know, I've known you as one of the preeminent experts in this space, and, and you've helped us get smarter around how to do contact centers. So I'm really excited to be able to have this discussion uh, about how our partners can avail themselves of your team and, and your services. So let's start there. Uh, Tolaris has helped a lot of partners sell contact center for the first time but we still have a lot of partners that haven't. And even those that have sold it kind of realized how difficult it can be. So let's yes. start with just talking about how you can help our partners transition into selling contact center. Yeah, that's, uh, that's, that's a good point. And uh, what we have seen is that the, the partners that we've worked with have excellent relationships within IT and telecom. Uh, however, when they get in front of an executive uh, responsible for the contact center operation, whether that's the COO, EVP, SVP, uh, the dialogue changes uh, drastically um, from uh, more of a technology um, conversation to an operational conversation. Uh, and where the rubber meets the road is in the contact center itself. This is where they're being judged on a daily basis based on customer satisfaction, uh, net promoter scores, uh, as well as uh, various KPIs and service levels. Uh, so uh, the, the contact center executive, if you will, is a person that's whose bonus is based on uh, all of those factors. Uh, and uh, the partners come to us because they are introduced to this executive in the contact center and uh, they want to know what they should ask, how they should position themselves, and what they should look for within that contact center operation. Uh, generally, what we do is we start with a, uh, a, an assessment of the contact center's current state. Uh, we uh, benchmark that against best practices, industry standards, and we help an organization understand where they're deficient in their operation. Uh, from there, we help them uh, understand what they should do that would have the most impact on the performance of their operation. 
and we give them short-term goals, mid-term goals, longer-term goals, and put together a roadmap that will help them as they pro progress through a, uh, a technology transformation. Uh, and primarily our focus is on the people and process. There's three pillars within a contact center, people, process, and technology. Our focus is on the people and the process because those are where the most challenges are today. Uh, the technology is really more of an enabler. So where we can help the, the partners is to uh, help them by representing them as a subject matter expert, uh, representing their organization to help these organizations determine how they can align business requirements with the company's business objectives. So even if uh, our partners are already comfortable with, say, a nice in contact, a five nine, a talk desk, some of the other providers that are out there, you guys can come in and really add added expertise and depth, and and help ensure that the project uh, go, goes well. Is is that yes. kind of summarizing and understanding that right? Yeah, very much so. And and um, generally, what we see is. Um, when an organization, a supplier organization of CCAS solutions uh, brings in a, um, a sales engineer, if you will, they spend three or four hours with a customer trying to identify what are the business requirements. When we go in and do an assessment and help them define and document business requirements, it's three to four weeks. We really take a really, really deep dive and we start at the agent level and we look at what's happening at that agent level. We're watching, we're sitting side by side, we're asking them questions. You know, why did you transfer that call? Why are you toggling through six or eight screens? Why are you doing this? Why are you doing that? And that's where we're gonna get the, the most information as, as it relates to defining and documenting business requirements. Great, and, and I, I certainly don't want to uh, neglect any of our, our great contact center suppliers, the Genesis's, the, the U-Jets of the world. I think the point is, you know them all really well, and more importantly, yes. you understand the space and what a contact center needs so that you can help them map out with the supplier. Candidly, I think you can help them make a better decision on which supplier might be the right fit, and then once they've made that decision, help make sure that project has measurable goals and uh, and just runs better so the customer's happier. So I think it's that's a great exactly offering. Right. Um, that's exactly right. Uh, we, uh, we uh, since uh, our team and all our consultants came out of a large BPO uh, organizations, we truly understand how to operationalize the technology. And I think that's a key factor because the suppliers are great at, at uh, technology uh, and, and how it affects the organization. We're great at uh, operations and how that affects the organization and then allowing us to uh, transfer that knowledge into operationalizing the technology. So you, you mentioned BPO. I actually, I wanna uh, talk about that next. Um, I think some of our partners are familiar with the term BPO, maybe not all, so we may need to talk about that. But the idea that not every customer that our partners interact with is going to want to run their own contact center. They, they may not want to have to go directly with a cloud contacts provider. They may, but then need to outsource other elements of it because they don't have the skill set. I think a lot of times we just think, oh, I can outsource to a BPO. That's not 
historically been something that's in the Tolaris portfolio, but I know you, you can help us with that. So let's just start with kind of talking about, okay, what can be outsourced in the contact center space? Well, uh, generally, the, uh, the the number one function is uh, is is true uh, contact center outsourcing or call center outsourcing, and what organizations typically do is they'll outsource uh, the mundane uh, type uh, calls that they receive uh, or uh, text messages or emails or things of that nature, um, which allows their their folks to to be more subject matter experts what we'll call tier two or tier three customer service agents. So that's that's typically what's what's outsourced is that call center function. Now, why do organizations outsource? One is growth. A lot of organizations are experiencing growth and how do they adapt to that growth? That growth could be through uh, an acquisition, it could be through a merger, things of that nature. The other is around flexibility. Um, by utilizing an outsourcer, you have a, a flexible staff that you can uh, ramp up and ramp down based on, uh, for instance, seasonality. Uh, so for instance, a couple of examples are there's open enrollment every year in the fourth quarter. E-commerce companies are hit with a lot of additional volume in the fourth quarter. Um, and uh, the, the folks that uh, uh, sell flowers, for instance, are hit on Valentine's Day and Mother's Day. So these are all uh, areas where you need that, that flexibility. Uh, another is it just enhanced capabilities. Um, your in internal contact center might only have the ability to handle voice, IVR, and email, um, but they want additional capabilities so that they'll outsource that. The other thing is the uh, uh, outsourcing is done to reduce costs. Um, and uh, their uh, contact centers are, are much more flexible. Uh, they're, they, they're, they have better utilization of, of, their, of their agents, so they can do more with, with less, for instance. Uh, and the last is um, one that, that really hit last year is business continuity. Uh, having an outsourcer, if you're, if you're single-threaded with a single brick-and-mortar contact center and you don't have an outsourcer, uh, that can flex when, when things uh, like COVID hit or, or, or out, uh, weather or other outages. Um, this has been uh, a situation where a lot of organizations are, have uh, decided to uh, engage with an outsourcer to provide that business continuity and include that in their, in their BCP. That's great. So a lot, a lot of reasons why companies will, will outsource. Um, and I know that uh, you can help our partners if, if a customer doesn't want to move to a cloud contact center provider and wants to use a BPO, you can help them do that. What other areas of outsourcing can you help the partners with? So uh, what we found recently, uh, actually last year, is that uh, organizations um, are buying these tools from these CCAS providers such as workforce management, quality management, business insights. These are all things that uh, are very, very robust in their ability uh, to, to deliver uh, results and data, if you will. Uh, but in most cases, what we find is organizations don't have the resources or the skill sets internally to handle that. So for instance, uh, workforce management is a, is a, is a good example. Uh, we have the ability to uh, outsource uh, or have a company outsource to us 
their um, scheduling, their forecasting, their real-time schedule adherence, um, their quality management, uh, uh, their business insights, where today we can, uh, we can monitor 100% of the calls and provide analytics and business intelligence and business insights uh, to the organization. They can outsource that to us and uh, they don't need to have those, uh, those resources internally. Yeah, just so many good things that your team can do with all of your experience and layer that in uh, into a customer that just doesn't want to have that expense full time. So hope our partners realize that that's yet another area that they can make commissions. We haven't mentioned that. Yes, you can make commissions on the on yes, the services that yes, Epic is doing. So, right. That is true. And uh, and uh, to be honest with you, there's nothing too small. We're working with a Tolaris partner right now that uh, her client wants to outsource two seats of email responses. They don't, they don't have enough folks internally to handle the, the email traffic that they're getting. So we're gonna provide two additional resources. They did not want to, uh, to hire them internally. They wanted to be able to use these two agents as a flex point when the, when the email traffic became cumbersome for them to handle because they have service levels to their customers and they, uh, they need to uh, uh, abide by those service levels and, uh, and drive increased customer satisfaction. That's a great example. I, I, and I know you've worked with several of our partners at this point. Are there any other uh, partner successes that you can leave us with just so that our, that those that are watching this can have in their mind, you know, where, where there's already some good success that they can replicate? Sure. Uh, one that we're working with now is a, uh, is a chain of dermatology clinics that came to us through a partner. Um, they are in the, in, in the final stages of making an acquisition uh, of a company that will increase the volume uh, of, um, of calls to make, uh, uh, to make appointments and appointment changes and things of that nature. Uh, as a result of that, they want uh, us uh, to uh, provide outsourcing capabilities to them. Um, and we're not sure how long that will be. Is that three months, six months, is that a year? Uh, but these are areas where we can help them and find the right partner, uh, the right BPO partner, if you will, uh, to, uh, to provide those services short-term, long-term, uh, and uh, our, our BPO partners are global. So we can handle uh, those, uh, those situations uh, domestically, near shore, offshore, no matter where they are in the world. Great. You know, not, not traditionally deals that our partners think that they can participate in. And so I, I hope that uh, they're listening here and realizing that if it touches a contact center, there's a way to uh, transact there. Now, I think the, the, probably the most important question for today is when should a partner think to engage you versus just going direct to the CCAS providers? Well, I think the, 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 the biggest opportunity is for them to uh, uncover opportunities where uh, the organizations don't have clearly defined and documented business requirements ahead of a, biz, uh, ahead of a technology transformation. Uh, all too often, we, we find that uh, organizations that have done these technology transformations six months, nine months later are, are calling us because they have not been able to realize the ROI. They haven't been able to realize the benefits that were established when they cost justified the transaction uh, to go with a CCAS provider. So uh, what we can help uh, the partners with is to really identify what those 
um, business requirements should be based on the alignment of those with the business or company's objectives. Um, all too often we find uh, when we uh, do these post implementation optimization services is that we first thing we ask is let's see your business requirements document. They said, we don't have one. Why don't you have one? I mean, you, they said, well, we did a lift and shift. Oh, you, so you took everything off of your old on-prem platform and moved it over. Well, did you have any challenges on the old prem platform? Yes, we did. That's why we moved over. Do you still have those same challenges today? Yes, we do. In fact, <laughs> we've compounded the problem. So again, it's, uh, they should be calling us in the, in the pre-sales environment so we can help their organizations truly understand what those business requirements can be and, and how they can uh, capitalize on those from an ROI and a cost benefit standpoint. Excellent. It's not just about moving to the new technology. It's about using it right, redefining processes and, and really transforming a, a customer. So great thoughts there. Um, how do yes. they engage with you? When, when they hear all of these great things, what's, what's the right way to engage with Epic? Well, they, they can do one of two things. They can register the opportunity through Tolaris. Um, we, we are on the, the registration form. Um, we all the way at the bottom, <laughs> you'll see uh, contact center outsourcing, uh, uh, consulting, uh, optimization services, professional services. They can do it that, that way, or they can just reach out to me directly uh, with an email. I'll, I'll respond within 24 hours of appro uh, with approval, uh, and then we'll engage uh, with the partner initially and get a little bit more detail as to exactly what the what the challenges are that the, uh, the their customer is facing. Uh, then they'll do an introduction to us uh, of us to their customer, and we'll start that process. Uh, and uh, so it's it's very easy. Um, we get uh, requests all the time, uh, and uh, we're very open to uh, to working with uh, Tolaris Partners. Excellent. Well, thank you so much, Bill. I want to thank you not just for joining us here today, but for continuing to help Tolaris be the number one master agent for contact center. You, you really do bring a lot of value to our partners and the services that you provide. Well, thank you. It's a pleasure working with, uh, with Tolaris and all the Tolaris partners. Well, there you have it. Everyone, make sure that you reach out to Bill Piper. I want to thank him for being my special guest today. That's all we have at Hidden Gems. <music>